When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, News Roundup, Information Overload, Hour 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, we've talked a lot about what's going on in the country in terms of crime and murder and and mayhem. And I know the Democrats think there was only one riot in the country, in the, you know, between the summer of 2020 and January 6th. Uh, no, there were 574 riots in the summer of 2020. We had dozens of Americans die. They're dead, killed, just like, you know, Horace Lorenzo Anderson Jr. Remember that? Remember I had his father on a TV show crying his eyes out. He lost his son, his namesake, and, and so many others. That was in the Chop Chaz Summer of Love Autonomous Zone, Spaghetti Potluck Dinner Zone, as they called it. And it's so sad. We had police precincts burned to the ground. And then we have a, a now vice president and candidate for vice president, Kamala Harris. They're not going to stop. They shouldn't stop. Take note. Beware. They're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. It's going to continue even after the election. And then tweeting out a bail fund so the rioters get out. Billions in property damage. Ricks, bricks, rocks, bottles, Molotov cocktails. And... Uh, over 2,000 injured police officers. No investigation. Then we have this more recent phenomenon. We had the assassination plot, uh, as you know, of Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh. Now, we got more details on this. Now, it's interesting. Democrats, you know, in another power grab, have introduced a bill to enact term limits for Supreme Court justices. Anyway, the search warrant application shows a very chilling online postings of this Kavanaugh assassination suspect and apparently he meticulously planned and alleged the plot even reached out for advice from an internet forum and the fbi search uh, warrant obtained by fox news digital showed that various search uh, terms were related to the attack including how to be stealthy assassin skills most effective place to stab someone in the weeks leading up to the planned attack i'm going to stop roe v wade from being overturned he said you know, after the road decision, we had over 59 specific instances where pregnancy centers, some that are pro-life, but you're not allowed to 
advocate a position that you believe that abortion's wrong. What it, it follow your conscience, follow your religious beliefs? Apparently not. We've had instance after instance of these crisis pregnancy centers that were hit, churches that were, you know, Molotov cocktails thrown into places. On June 7th, the Buffalo Medical Office of the Pro-Life Pregnancy Center Compass Care was firebombed. The radical abortion terrorist group Jane's Revenge took responsibility. No arrests were made. You know, 52 days later, the facility is now finally reopening to patients, and they're holding a grand reopening conference uh, on August the 1st. Anyway, uh, joining us now is Compass Care CEO Reverend Jim Harden is with us. Uh, first, I'm very, very sorry what happened uh, to your facility. Um, were, were people hurt? Well, thank you, Sean. I really appreciate that. It's an honor to be with you. Thankfully, no one was hurt. It happened in the dead of night. These people are cowards, um, and they're bullies. And this is what they do. They they gave us 30 days to shut down Jane's Revenge. And, of course, we didn't. And uh, they took responsibility two days after the firebombing. Catastrophic damage. Their signature graffiti scrawl was on the side of our building. It said, Jane was here. And then two days later, they said, yeah, that's what, that, that was us. We did that. And furthermore, if you don't shut down, uh, uh, the next time it's not going to be so easily cleaned up as fire and graffiti. It's an open season, they said, on um, pregnancy centers. We're peaceful pro-life pregnancy centers. What? What? We can't believe the way we want to believe and behave the way that, that's consistent with our beliefs. We believe everyone is equally valuable and deserving of blessing and protection because we're made in the image of God, both mother and child. And so we, we, we provide ethical medical care and comprehensive community support for her. Um, for free, and yet somehow that's a threat uh, to the abortion industry. Well, let me and let I, me go through the services that you offer. You have a deeply held religious belief. Your conscience guides you. You are pro-life. You believe that life begins at conception. Is that a fair characterization? Very fair. Okay, so you set up a crisis pregnancy center to help young women that come to your center that are in a situation where they had an unplanned pregnancy, correct? Correct. Okay, and I'm sure these girls are stressed out. They're distraught oftentimes. Oh, yeah. They're worried. They're concerned. Maybe they're very young. I'm, I'm sure you have kids very young going in there occasionally, oh, maybe regularly. Definitely. Regularly. When a woman faces an unplanned pregnancy, she says, I'm stuck. I'm trapped. I've got no other choice. I need to have an abortion. It doesn't sound like choice to me. It doesn't sound like empowerment to me. So walk me through what your group does. What do you do? Yeah. Somebody comes in and says they're in that situation and they sit down with you, sit down with other counselors. What do you tell them? What do you talk about? Well, first of all, we give her a health assessment, baseline OB care, okay? And we determine if she's actually got a viable pregnancy. It's possible to, to not have a viable pregnancy and yet have a positive home pregnancy test. So that's, you know, good news for a lot of women who think they might be pregnant and don't want to be. Um, the second, so we do ultrasound scan to determine if she's got a viable pregnancy. Then we determine exactly how far along she, are, she, she is with that ultrasound scan. Um, and uh, that, that helps her understand what type of abortion procedures the abortionist would give her. And that, that helps us educate her about the, the risks and side effects, as well as the cost associated with all those, those abortion, uh, you know, options that, that they're, she's going to be given. And then third, we give her information about STD testing and treatment, and we actually give her STD testing and treatment uh, because she values her reproductive health. She wants to be pregnant, but just not now or not in this way or whatever. And so we, 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 we help her with that. And then we, we go through options consultation with her. We give her, uh, we give her personalized, uh, you know, 
support for, throughout the community, anything that's driving her to get the abortion, anything that's a concern of hers, we can address those concerns either in-house with mother care teams or by connecting her with resources outside in the community to give her a vision of her future after having had a child. You know, and you're doing all of this now. Where do you get the money to support such a, an extensive program such as this? Well, unsurprisingly, we don't get any money from the state or federal government. And we never have. We get all of the money. To- you mean you don't get money like Planned Parenthood, founded by Margaret Sanger, um, uh, a person that was uh, deeply rooted in eugenics and, and other controversial views? Uh, no, not a, not a dime. That's, that's interesting that the government would support such a thing. But uh, we, we get all of the money for providing for these women for, uh, you know, for private donations and churches. And it's, you know, it's, it's significant. It's a major investment. This is a commitment of the people of God uh, at work. And, uh, and they, they would not have us homeless in, in Buffalo when we were firebombed. We've got offices in Buffalo, Rochester, and, and in Albany. We've also served, helped 650 other pregnancy centers all across the country improve their services. They're using our strategies and our materials. And we're going to give them the 21st century tools. We're giving them the 21st century tools to reach and serve these women before they travel because the abortion industry changed overnight on June 24th. It's an amazing time. So you do these wonderful things and people have an opportunity. Nobody has to go into your center, but people come to your center and you offer them help. You offer them medical care. You offer them you know, I'm, I'm sure you, you probably have gone way above and beyond in cases where a girl might be, I don't know, abandoned and on her own and she doesn't know what to do, doesn't have a place to stay, a place to go. I'm, I'm assuming you probably have stepped up in situations like that and, and found a solution for girls. Is that true? We do that every day. There isn't a day that goes by that we don't do that, Sean. In fact, there are stories and patients love us. They, 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 they love us so much that they want, they, they were happy to have us take their pictures and do interviews with them and put it, put it on videos and put it, put, put it out publicly. They are so mm-hmm. grateful. Almost everybody that I know that says that they're pro-choice, they're in the category of abortion. Yeah, they believe it should be legal, but very rare and also very early. You don't mm-hmm. wait until you have a fully formed child. Now, I know you disagree with that. I'm just giving you their point of view. But there, yeah, I, but there are others that, you know, this idiot Northam, the former what, governor of, of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Well, first, the baby's going to be born and we'll make the baby comfortable. And then the, the mother will have a conversation with the doctor about whether the baby lives. I mean, or having an abortion, you know, eight and a half months into pregnancy when that child is completely viable outside of a mother's womb. I cannot understand that evil. I, I can understand the nuance. Like, you might disagree with me. I make exceptions for rape, incest of the mother's life. I don't know if you disagree with me. I, be, I, I would assume you do. Uh, yeah, sure, I do, but that's okay. So here's the thing. I, I would. This is, this is a tragedy, and the reason why it's a tragedy is because of what the Supreme Court said, and they clarified it for us. In, in 1973, Supreme Court asked, an, asked a, uh, an eerie question, and that was, does the word person apply to the unborn? And their answer in 1973 was the word person does not apply to the unborn. So when Dobbs came out and reversed the Roe decision, they said that the Roe decision was egregiously wrong, specifically on that point of personhood. Because as soon as we start parsing out who qualifies as a person under the law and who does not, who qualifies as three-fifths of a man and who qualifies as a whole man, who qualifies... Listen, listen, I will concede that my exceptions are intellectually 
inconsistent. Your 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 opinion is more pure. The only reason I allow for the exception is whether it's rape, incest, or the mother's life. Well, in the mother's life, that's a different case. But rape or incest, there was no choice at all. And and this was a violent act perpetrated on an innocent person. Yes. And and no so. Doubt. And I put that in a very different category of somebody that decides that they're going to engage in adult behavior and don't make adult decisions to prevent it from happening because we know how to prevent pregnancy, Reverend. I don't know if you talk about it much, but you know what? We, uh, yeah. It's just a reality. Yeah, I, I, it, it is obvious uh, to know how to prevent, prevent pregnancy. And I, I would say that the important, for, important, important thing for us to know right now is what do we what do we do with those children that are alive? What do we do with the children that are conceived? I believe, along with a cadre of other people, uh, of, of other people, thousands, tens of thousands, millions of people, that God is the author of life. He's the one that intervened and started that life. And it's our job not to determine who lives and who dies, but how to protect those lives. And that's the the, the government's primary job. Again, if if the government misses this point, they they miss the point of government. It's their job to protect all people equally without qualification. Otherwise. Uh, we, we, our justice system is, is just a morass. It's a sham. Uh, it's a, you know, a, 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 something to control the population with, uh, by, by a handful of people. No, and I that, think, listen, what you're doing is honorable. What you're doing is obviously you're calling in life and, and I admire you for it. I admire all the people that donate to you. Um, I think helping these young girls out is no greater, greater work that you can be involved in. I'm grateful for the work that you do. And I'm saddened that you and your group had to go through this. And sadly, too, you're facing even more threats. And, I, and I'm just speaking from my own experience. Um, you cannot have enough security. You just okay. can't. And um, I hope you're you're as part of your rebuilding. You've taken all the measures necessary that they can't pull this again. We have taken. Well, there's so many security things I didn't even know about. Uh, and they're they're definitely. Oh, I know uh, about them all because I have them all at my place. Trust me, <laughs> I got yeah, probably have. I, I I could probably give you a tutorial on everything you got. Oh, maybe maybe I should take that tutorial because it is absolutely astounding what what kind of security we need in, in addition to armed guards and perimeter, etc. But it's, I'm sorry it, about that. It shouldn't yeah. be in America today, though. No, should it? No. But these 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 politicians, these pro-abortion politicians in charge of the Democratic Party, they're emboldening the violence. And, it, and they're the ones that need to come out and, 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 and criminalize it and stop it and basically arrest people. Uh, we're, we're, we are literally at war. They've, they've, they've essentially said, we're going to attack you just like James. You know, the motto of James Revenge, the pro-abortion terrorist group that attacked us. Yeah. If abortion isn't safe, then neither are you. And it seems yep. like what these pro-abortion politicians are telling us, too. If abortion isn't safe, pregnancy center, then neither are you. So we're getting attacked by, by New York State Governor Hochul. She's, she signed a bill to, to investigate us instead of the arsonists. Uh, we're getting attacked by New York State uh, Attorney General Letitia James, demanding that Google wipe us off the map so women can't find us. We're getting attacked by Joe Biden, uh, demanding that uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland investigate the quote-unquote fraudulent practices of pregnancy centers. I mean, who's, who's committing the fraud here? The abortionists are, are, are giving away these chemical, or they're selling chemical abortions, which are, 400% more dangerous than surgical abortions, and they're saying that they're safer than Tylenol. Whatever happened to freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of conscience? I thought liberals believed in all that. Clearly they don't. We're going to continue to follow. If you run into any problems, please always feel free. These uh, these microphones are open to you anytime. God bless you and what you're doing. Um, 
Our hearts go out to these young girls there. I'm, I'm sure that's a very difficult, hard time in their lives. And people that lift them up like you are, are truly angels. And uh, God bless your work. And I appreciate people, uh, people in this world like you for doing what you're doing. And we don't agree okay. completely. No, no. Okay. you're, no, yeah, you're yeah. more intellectually honest. I will acknowledge if I believe life begins at conception and I make those exceptions, it, it's, it's less intellectually consistent in your position. I'm acknowledging that. Anyway, yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you're willing to talk about it. It, it, it. It's what needs to happen. Appreciate you being with us, sir. God bless you. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, our friends at Henry Repeating Arms, they are a gun manufacturer, and they're the best at what they do. Family-owned business, now celebrating 25 years, their anniversary this year. Now, if you go to HenryUSA.com, you'll get a free catalog, free decals, and a list of dealers where you live. HenryUSA.com. That's HenryUSA, one word, dot com. Free catalog, decals, and a list of dealers. And you will love this company the way I do. When we come back, more of the best of the Sean Hannity Show. Stay tuned. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Officially, yes, we are in a recession. And officially, your president, Joe Biden, got owned, sadly, pathetically, by the China, uh, by the Chinese president, President Xi. It's so disgusting. 
It really is. And you know what? I just keep going back to what is what does China have on Hunter and the Biden family syndicate? What does Russia have on Biden and the and the Biden family syndicate? What do they have on Hunter? You know, apparently President Xi using his leverage to embarrass, humiliate Biden during this two hour phone call, repeatedly threatening the U.S. And in the face of of President Xi's firm words on Taiwan, Biden affirmed the U.S. does not back Taiwan independence. Not only did she again laid down China's red lines as it relates to Taiwan, but the Chinese leader then stressed Beijing vehemently opposes the intervention of other powers, according to the quotes of China's state media. And from Beijing's point of view, well, Xi was putting Biden on notice over all these recent U.S. maneuvers, saying, in essence, uh, I'm in charge now, not you. Now, I had a lot of sources when Donald Trump was president, a lot more than I have now. And I could tell you, with a hundred percent certainty that that was not the way Donald Trump dealt with President Xi. And it was not the way he dealt with the Taliban. And it was not the way he dealt with Putin at all. 800. Oh, one other thing. Now, I forgot the other big story of the day is, yeah, we're in the middle of a recession. You know, this, you know, Peter Ducey just owned the White House press secretary, um, Karine Jean Pierre yesterday in this exchange about changing the definition of a recession because now we got the news today it's official we're in a recession and why is it the white house officials are trying to redefine recession no we're not redefining recession if we all understand a recession to be two consecutive quarters of negative gdp growth in a row and then you have white house officials come up here to say no no no, that's not what a recession is it's something else how is that not redefining recession because that's not the definition that is not the definition in 2008, of course, economists have a technical definition, which is of a recession, which is two consecutive quarters of negative growth. I can tell and you this. He said two, consec- two negative quarters of GDP growth is not the technical definition of a recession. It is what not. Changed? It is not. Why did he say that? It, it is was? not. Yes, it is. Checkmate Ducey. Ducey was right. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Annette, North Carolina, how are you? Glad you called. Hey, Sean, thank you for taking my call. Listen, I was going to ask you about Garland indicting Trump. I was going to ask you about a climate emergency that Biden might declare, but you put Tim Harden on and it broke my heart. I have an abortion at the age of 14 years old, and I'm 60 years old, and I will never, ever, ever be the same until the day I die. I can ask for forgiveness, but the guilt will never go away. Never. Let me me talk to you about this, Annette. And I know this is a very personal conversation, and obviously this... You know, it's it's not personal anymore. This is out there for every woman and every girl to know. It's a confession that I have never declared, and I want to do this today on the radio because there is nothing more important than your soul and your spirit and your hope in your salvation with God. And if you have all of those things and you still do an abortion, you will lose all of those things. You may gain forgiveness, but you will not have the hope 
you will not have the joy. Your life and your being will be like a big bag of sand. You will never succeed. You will never get past it. That's the reality of having an abortion. Let me let me let me ask you a couple of questions here. Um because there's not a single person listening to this program if they're honest and I'll start with myself that in the yeah. course of their lives has not done things that they regret and regret deeply and regret profoundly. Um uh I I am I I'm a Christian. I was raised Catholic. I went to Catholic schools 12 years. I believe I love the mass. I think the mass is beautiful. Um, I'm, I, I left the Catholic Church because of their institutional corruption, and I'm not against people that are Catholic. I made my own personal decision, but I, I'm kind of sort of like a, I would say, non-denominational Christian. I like Christian contemporary music. I love the service. I love the Mass. I, I go to different churches, and I learn in each church I go to. Let me ask you this question. Are, are you a Christian? Do you have a, a faith? What is your religious faith, if any? I'm, I'm very glad you asked that question. I was born and raised with a mother praying for my soul before I ever entered into school. I went through the, the school program as a child, knowing about socialism and knowing that God was protecting my soul. But the very day that I found out that I was pregnant, I did not think about God. I did not think about my soul. I did not think about anything but aborting that baby. And then after it was said and done, do you think I asked the Lord for forgiveness then? No, I had to wait until it weighed on me so badly all of these years before I even went back to God. It was 35 years before I went back to God. 35 years that I never became successful. I never gained a husband, and I never gained any children. And I would have been a good mother. I would have been a good wife. I would have been good at something. But I did not get to find that out because of the guilt and the torment Satan took me through even after all of that. And God knows that I am for, I am forgiven. And everyone that hears this knows that God will forgive me. But the person that can't forgive me is me. And for the girls out there and for the mothers out there, it does not matter whether you're 14 or whether you're 27 or whether you're 35. It's the same. You are killing a life, and I killed a life. How am I supposed to atone to God for those kinds of sins? You can't. All right, Annette, let me let me jump in a little bit, and I'm hearing you very loud and clear. I'm listening very closely to everything that you're saying. Um, now that you've been a Christian, I guess ten years. I'm doing the math in my head. You were 14 years old when this happened. You were you were a kid, and I'm, I'm not making excuses. I'm saying you were a kid. And you made a decision, and your conscience has convicted you, and it's very, very clear. You regret it deeply. You know, the word repentance comes from the Latin. I learned this in Catholic school when I went to a seminary in, in high school. It means to change one's heart. Your heart's been changed on this issue. If you read the Bible, I don't want to get too religious here, but it, this is the moment where my I, I've got to talk about my faith a little bit. And... The story of, remember, the woman that was about to be stoned to death, 
for adultery. And then Jesus comes on the scene and says, ye who without sin, you cast the first stone. And then he started writing in the sand the sins of the people that were holding the rocks because he knew everything. He was the son of God. You know, Jesus on the cross, what did he say? This day you will be with me in paradise to the guy that said, I deserve to be here. You don't deserve this. I do. What did he say, you know, uh, to all of us, you know, uh, you know, forgive them, Father. And we're all responsible for putting him on that cross. You watch the Passion of the Christ. I, I look at it and I'm like, that's uh, he's there because of me. Because of my it's failings not, in life. It's not about, we know we got forgiven. But, but here's, what I, here's the message that I want to give to you. If you believe that Jesus forgave that woman and came to forgive all of our sins, then why, if he has offered that to you and you believe that, why don't you take the gift that none of us deserve and embrace it and appreciate the gift and the last thing I would say is, you know, the Lord's Prayer says, forgive us as we forgive others. And maybe it's time for you to forgive yourself as part of others for your own forgiveness. Because and there's the a magic, you know. Out there, the other girls out there, Sean, they need to know that forgiveness is available. But they don't need to go into abortion knowing that forgiveness is available. I've interviewed many women that have been through what you've been through and feel exactly like you do. This is an undiscussed topic. But I'm just saying, for your personal peace of mind, and I know your conscience has convicted you, but there comes a point where you have to accept God's grace. You know, everyone, I think there's this misperception about what it is to be a Christian. And all oh, these, these sanctimonious Christians want to tell us how to live our lives. Actually, it's just the opposite. Christians, you know... I'm I'm the sinner Christian guy. I'm the one that did all this bad stuff when I was young, and I regret a lot of it. And, you know, the whole point is that we want to be better people, and we're asking God to change our heart and to help us become disciples of Christ, if you will, and live that life. I, look, I'm so far away from that that I can't, I, I really am not even equipped to, 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 to say all these things to you, but I know it's true. And if you believe your father that the son of God came down to forgive all of us for our sins and reconcile us with God, the father, and let not your heart be troubled in my father's house are many mansions. And I go there to prepare a place for you. If you just believe that your faith tells you that you're saved, your faith oh, tells course. you that yeah. he paid the price for you. Your faith tells you that if, if you, you know, at, at some point, and maybe this can be a moment where in your life this can you can use your experience to help young girls that are 14 in this situation. Maybe take your what what happened to you at 14 and use that to help others in that situation and 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 that could become your calling in life. If I had prayed before I went in there for that abortion, I bet you I never would have done it, but I was too afraid to even look at okay, the Okay, you were 14, you made a mistake. Maybe now it's time for you to, to go work at one of these centers. Maybe if you'd like, I'll put you in touch. I don't know where you live. You're, um, you're in North Carolina. There are, there are crisis pregnancy centers in North Carolina. I, I Maybe need, you can I volunteer your time and tell people your story and talk to young girls and say, look, I regretted it ever since, ever since. And this is my experience, can, and I want to help you. Can, can we just 
leave me out of it now and talk about the girls in this world that don't know God and if they would just ask. But I'm telling you, I'm giving you, an, I'm giving you something that you can turn this experience yeah. that is, you sound like it's yeah. tortured you for all of yeah. these years, and yeah. maybe now is the time to pivot and help other people, young people that are in that situation, and tell them your story, and explain to them, and then maybe, you know, somebody that's in the exact same position won't make the same decision that you made, and you will have played a part in that. And I think you would look look at that as a point of, you know, you know, you're redeeming yourself and healing yourself by helping others. Does that make sense? I understand. Yes. Yes. I, um, I, I would be the loudest protester against abortion that there ever was. You, and but maybe, maybe, maybe your calling is more to tell your story to young girls yeah. in crisis because there are so many of them. That's yeah. what I would look. I know, for example, I've been talking a lot with Gianna uh, Caldwell, and his brother was killed in Chicago. And like Adam um, Walsh that was killed, John Walsh turned that death of his son, murder of his son, into a vocation, into a calling. And I can see this happening with Gianna. I'm just trying to give you something to think about. But remember, when when everyone was ready to stone that woman and... Jesus said, well, where are all the accusers? Because they all left. Because he who was without sin cast the first stone. You know what? Try to find a way to forgive yourself. That's my humble advice. Forgive us as we forgive. Very powerful words in the Lord's Prayer. The most important prayer, I think, because it's the one that God taught us, that Jesus taught us. All right. Thank you. Uh, listen, Annette, God bless you. If, if something happens or we can ever help you, let us know. If if you maybe find something that a uh, calling in this, call us back and tell us about it. Okay. I feel like you're a friend. I've been listening to you every single day. Well, I'm thankful for you. I am so a friend. Much. I would. This is the same advice I would give any of my closest friends. Okay. God bless you. We're praying for you, and and God does forgive. Accept His forgiveness. We'll continue. You know the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They have their Do Good Village. This is awesome. What they're doing. It's the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Yes, we are in a full-blown recession. Uh, we'll have complete analysis, every angle imaginable. Uh, also, China's threat to Joe Biden from earlier today. We'll get into that. Larry Kudlow, Geraldo, Kellyanne Conway, Matt Gates, Charlie Hurt, Leo 2.0, Terrell, Greg Jarrett, and much more. 9 Eastern, Hannity, Fox News. See you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a and b with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800 3334 for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. 
Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.